Hey friends, welcome to the club. We are a community of entrepreneurs focused on you, your growth, and the growth of your business. In this podcast, we highlight amazing entrepreneurs, giving them a platform to share their story, including valuable insights, tips, and advice from their journey and all the things they've learned along the way. Get ready to be inspired and informed, and let's go on a journey together to build the businesses of our dreams. I'm so glad you're here and part of the amazing Entrepreneurs Club. Welcome to part two of our Networking in a Hybrid World 10 to Win Tips. In today's episode, we wrap up with some tactical steps that you can take to make networking work for you and honestly make it more fun. I hope that you enjoy today's episode and let's dive in. All right, the four best practices that I believe that you need to be thinking about for networking in a hybrid world. The first is have a plan. You know, you've got to have a strategic plan about what you want to do because it's critical to have successful networking. And I want you to remember, networking is a business-related activity regardless of what time of the day or night that it actually occurs. And the example I want to give you is you would never send your team out to an installation to install something, whether it was furniture or some kind of system or a security system that I had recently installed in my house, you would never send a team to install something without all the tools and resources they needed, the plans that they needed to ensure that it was done effectively. You wouldn't do that. So why would you go to a business activity like networking without a plan? You got to have a plan. So take a few minutes and invest in yourself and create a plan around your networking activities what you want to do, where you want to go, why it's important to you, and and so forth. And this only has to be one page. This doesn't have to be a 20-page business plan. You can do a one-page plan to support what your goals are with networking. All right, the next one. I call this Know Thyself. And this is exactly what you think it is. It's your pitch. And your introduction is so very important. And you need to be able to know what you're going to say, have rehearsed it, have practiced it, have shared it with other people to be sure that you're zoning in on this in the right way. And because this is your opportunity, this is your 30 second or your 25 second elevator pitch, if you will, where you get to introduce yourself and hopefully you're going to create intrigue around it. I've worked in the office furniture industry my entire life prior to starting my business. And I still support that community in a really big way. So the example I'm going to give you right now about your pitch is specifically related to office furniture. Now, if you follow my podcast or some of the writings in my blog, you've likely heard me say this before. But when you're asked a question in a networking event or anywhere you go and somebody says, hey, tell me who you are and what you do. And you introduce yourself and you say, hey, I'm Sid Meadows. I work for ABC dealership and I sell office furniture. Well, that's great. It was really clear. You told me who, we, who you were, where you worked, and what you did. But it really is boring. It's not exciting. It's not intriguing. So the question that I would ask you is if you could reframe your pitch to something along the lines of, I help companies create 
dynamic work environments that create greater employee engagement, enhance job satisfaction, and increase overall productivity. Now that sounds a lot better. It actually leaves with intrigue. It leaves the person that you're talking to wanting more. They wanna know more. They wanna ask you, well, hey Sid, tell me more. What does that mean? That's the exact point of an effective introduction for the dreaded elevator pitch. Now I'm gonna share with you in just a few minutes an example of how I do this and a group that I work with on this. But, you know, practicing your elevator pitch and knowing it, writing it down, sharing it with people, getting feedback, and getting it down where you say it really easy is so important. Because remember, you only get one chance at a first impression and you wanna make sure that you use it really, really good. All right, so the third best practice is to shift your focus. Now, so many times we go to these networking events and you've all been there and all of a sudden the person that's introducing themselves is doing all the talking and bragging and I won this deal and I won this deal or this is what I do and I got this big client and you're just standing there and you're like, this is this is not helpful to me. I, this is not allowing me to build a connection here. The reason being is that person, and we're all guilty of it, I am too, that all we do at networking events is talk about ourselves. We've got to shift the focus to the person in front of us. We've got to shift our focus to build a relationship, to have a meaningful, engaged, there's the word again, conversation with the person in front of us. I know it sounds strange to do this, but if you focus on this the right way, I think you're going to find this to be really effective. And how do you do this? You do this by asking engaging questions, really simple questions like, what did you hope to accomplish by being here today? What are your goals for this event? Why did you choose this networking event? Who are you hoping to connect with at this event? What problems do you solve for your customers? These all give you the opportunity to learn about the person in front of you. And now as you're making mental notes and you've got their business card, you know who they are, what they do, why they were there. They give you the ability to determine first, are they a potential customer? If not, can they recommend me or refer me to someone in their business? Or do they have friends that they could refer me to that I could position and start working with to sell my products and services to? There's a lot of really good benefits to focusing on the person right in front of you. So let's not forget that it's not about you. You got to shift your focus to the person in front of you. Now, the last best practice, and I talked about this just a minute ago in your plan, is set goals. You got to really know what your goals are for each event. And they should be different based on the type of event that you're going to and the type of people that are likely to attend. You set goals in all other aspects of your life. Why wouldn't you set goals for this aspect of your life, especially your business life? Now, here's the thing. These goals don't have to be complicated. They can be simple. They can be short and to the point. But just make sure you're setting goals. They could be as simple as I want to connect with three people today that can be referral partners for me. Or let's say you've gone to a healthcare networking event and you pick this one and that you know going in there that there's going to be people that could connect you with other people inside various healthcare organizations. So maybe one of your goals is to connect with three people that can refer me to healthcare decision makers inside three different organizations. Or maybe you're trying to meet John Smith and John Smith is the chief purchasing officer of ABC Hospital. And you know that someone from his organization is going to be there based on the registration list that you happen to see. 
So you go in there and you say, I'm going to meet someone, hopefully maybe one person or two people that could introduce me to John Smith. That's a goal. That's being intentional as well. So make sure you write out goals, understand why you're going, what the goals are, and then come back and measure them and make sure that you accomplish your goals. And again, these will be different based on the type of networking event you're going to, what the subject is, where it is, who's hosting it, all those variables. And this can be done really quickly. You can write out those goals, guys, as you're sitting in the car waiting before you go in or before you hit the join meeting button on Zoom. There are lots of ways to do this, but be sure that you make some goals for each networking event that you attend. All right, we're going to wrap up here and I'm going to give you a couple of new ideas of places that you can go to do networking today that may challenge you a little bit. You may roll your eyes at me a little bit, but hang in there with me because I think these are important, okay? First, LinkedIn. It's my favorite platform and it is an amazing tool. Yes, it is a tool. It is an amazing tool for you to network with people, to build a community that is going to allow you to start cold then go into the DMs, then go into a Zoom, and then go to a real-life meeting. It's a long game. I said that a few minutes ago. But if you're not using LinkedIn strategically on a daily basis, you are missing an amazing opportunity to grow your business and to find people that can refer you and make new connections. If you're following me on LinkedIn, you know that I've upped my LinkedIn game. I've been working with a LinkedIn strategist intentionally on this, and it's working. I've been able to engage in some amazing conversations and to really be able to dive deep and build new relationships that are leading to and have led to new revenue inside my business. Do not underestimate the power of LinkedIn. I'm not a LinkedIn trainer. I'm an avid user of it. If you need a LinkedIn trainer, send me a message. I've got a list that I can share with you of people that I know and that I like and that I trust that could help you learn how to use this platform effectively. All right, so the second one, and I'm laughing here because you're probably rolling your eyes at me when I even say this, but this platform I absolutely love, and that is Clubhouse. I hang out on Clubhouse every day intentionally. I have a plan about what I'm doing. I have a whole strategy around what I'm doing with Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an amazing tool for you to actually develop really, really quickly relationships that are warm leads because you get to have real conversations with real people. I cannot tell you how powerful this platform is. Go out there, create the strategy of what you want to do, be intentional about it, go into rooms, listen to the conversation. If it's something that's important to you, raise your hand, go up on stage and start talking, ask a question and start meeting people. I have a couple of clubs on Clubhouse. One's called the Contract Interiors Club. Another one is called the Amazing Entrepreneurs Club. In the Amazing Entrepreneurs Club, because I do support entrepreneurs, we have a a room every day of the week, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. with a series of conversations to support your growth and the growth of your business if you are an entrepreneur. It's a lot of fun. We get 50 to 100 people every day come hang out with us. And guys, I can't tell you the number of amazing people that I've met that I'm in collaborations with, that have referred me or that I have referred to other people. It is an unbelievable business tool. Now with that, I talked about your pitch a few minutes ago. My friend, Kim White, who I have never met in person. I have only met virtually on Clubhouse, on the phone, on Zoom meetings, but I've never met her in person. I support Kim and her club called the My Sexy Business Club. Kim focuses on helping you build 
a sexy business that allows you to step into the freedoms that you want in your life. And it's a really great mission about what Kim and her team are doing. And so I joined Kim Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in helping to co-moderate her rooms. And one of the rooms that we host is on Wednesdays, and it's called the Not Creepy Room. And we have a lot of fun in this room, but this is where you come in and you come up on stage and you give your intro, your pitch, or your offer. And then four of us very positively give you some feedback and some critique about how to make it better. We help you come up with your pitch. We help you develop your pitch. And I cannot tell you, we've been doing this for months. I cannot tell you the transformations that I have seen of people in the way they deliver their introduction or tell their story. It is awesome. If you're on Clubhouse, we would love for you to come have us um, in the My Sexy Business Club, in the Not Creepy Room. I think it's called, Is Your Intro, Offer, or Pitch Irresistible or Creepy? And it's on Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Central Time. So come join us. Again, we've seen people totally transform what they're doing. But I want you, don't roll your eyes at me when I talk about Clubhouse and LinkedIn because both of them are amazing tools. They are business tools that you should be incorporating into your business strategy and your business habits. All right, so we're going to wrap up here with two more. I discovered this one recently that I was really amazed at, Eventbrite. And the reason I discovered Eventbrite, now some of you may be thinking, well, Sid, I've been using Eventbrite all along. Uh, it was new to me, so I want to share it with you. There was a webinar I wanted to attend about social selling and learn from some people. One lady in particular that I follow on a pretty regular basis, I wanted to hear her speak at this uh, webinar. So I signed up through Eventbrite, and then it took me to the Eventbrite page. And I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. And so I just did a search in prepping for this uh, conversation. And I went to Eventbrite and I typed in Chicago as the location, networking as the topic. And then I clicked the button that said online only. The first page had 20 results on it and there were 500 pages. Now, out of some of the, out of the first 10 pages, you're likely to find a virtual networking event that you could go to that would give you the opportunity to connect with people. Now, the topics are all across the board. You want to find the ones that resonate with you. You want to find the ones that are congruent for who you are and what your business is. But Eventbrite is an amazing resource to go find events. In this particular event that I went to, there's probably 350 people there. And I got to tell you, the back chat or the chat in this thing was blowing up. It was hard for me to follow, but there were a couple of people I was able to zone in on and follow up with. So there was some benefit to it. It was really big. But I think in smaller, more intimate ones, you're going to have the opportunity to single out or to target certain individuals to try to bring into your network to take the conversation to the next level. So there's a process here. When you're doing virtual networking or hybrid networking, you want to identify the right people. You want to connect with them, hopefully on LinkedIn. You've sent them a note. Maybe you've engaged in their content. Or you start engaging in their content and commenting on it. Then you send them a, a connection request. After some conversations in the DMs, then you say, hey, let's get together on Zoom and get to know each other a little bit more. Then maybe that takes you to an in-person meeting. I got to tell you again, I've said it, I think three times, this is the long play and you need to understand that this takes time and this is not going to happen overnight, but it's going to pay off so big and has so many benefits for you. Now, another one that I've discovered, I have not used this one, okay, is WhatsApp. It's very similar to Slack. I understand that there are communities out there. There are places. I even heard about Reddit um, earlier this week, actually. 
I've not used any of these three, but my understanding is that they all have communities in them that you can join, that you can comment on, that you can have conversations with people. And if you go join the right communities, then you're going to find the right people to bring into your network. So WhatsApp, Slack, and Reddit, I think are three that you should explore. I'm going to look at them as well. But the bottom line is we're no longer limited to just in-person events. We've got in-person events. They're going to be smaller. We've got virtual events that I think are really unique and present a great opportunity for you. And then we've got hybrid events. And then we've got social networking. To me, those are the four aspects of where you really need to be focusing networking. And it's going to pay off. Networking can be fun. You can have a lot of fun with it regardless of the platform that you're using. And remember, networking is about providing you the opportunity to meet some amazing people just like I have over the last year to grow your network, to grow your business. But you got to be prepared just like with anything else that you're doing in life. Thank you for joining me today for this two-part series on networking in a hybrid world. I hope you got some amazing value out of these two episodes that will help you as you move forward in networking to grow your business. Now, during today's episode, I referenced a strategy for Clubhouse. To help you with this, I created a short overview and workbook for you that you can download at amazingentrepreneurs.club forward slash resources. So head over there and grab that workbook. We look forward to having you join us next week right here in the amazing Entrepreneurs Club. Until then, go out there and make today great.